until we as Christians really acknowledge the unseen, we can't fight it. This is The Unseen Story, firsthand accounts that reveal the supernatural reality of God's love. When His love leads, a remarkable story follows. You're listening to part two of Kelsey's story, Inner Healing and Deliverance. Hey, you guys, in a couple of weeks, we're going to be doing a Q&A episode. If you have any questions for us, we'd love to hear from you. Feel free to reach out via Instagram, Facebook, or send us an email at theunseenstory at gmail.com. And I, I think just in the West, we're just a very self-sufficient little nation. You know, we have so much. We don't need a lot. And we don't need a lot. You're not desperate for the Lord until you're desperate. He was like, so what I'm going to do is I'm just going to start calling out, out spirits. I'm like, I'm sorry, what? <laughs> and this was in my normal vocabulary. I had spent time a little bit in a charismatic church in high school, so I was familiar with this terminology. I wasn't totally scared of it. I knew it was there, but that's for other people. Like, that's not me. I'm, I, I grew up in a Christian home. I have wonderful godly parents. I have great siblings. Like, I grew up in church. This doesn't happen to people like me, right? That doesn't happen to me. So I'm like, whoa, we're going to, okay, all right, let's go for it. So he says, what I'm going to do is I'm going to call out some spirits. And if you feel that feeling, those claws on your back, if you feel your stomach rumbling, if you feel that tension in your chest, if you feel any of that, that's probably one of them being activated. So why don't that's we'll have to write that down as one that we need to address. I'm like, okay, all right, sounds good. Let's do this. So he starts calling out spirits. Spirit of greed, are you there? No. Spirit of lust, are you there? I'm sure it's been there before, but today it's not here. Um, and he starts kind so nothing, nothing, and then he gets to spirit of legalism. Are you there? I just fired in all cylinders. Yes, spirit of legalism is there. So he goes through a few more. So now I know what to expect when he says the right ones. And he says, spirit of religion, are you there? Yes, that's one. And so he keeps going and um, he says, spirit of betrayal, are you there? Whoa, everything was magnified at that point. So he said a few more. And uh, we kind of circled back to those. He said, okay, I think we have found our culprits. And I was like, they have names. My problems have names. This is, this is huge for me. As one who's been in the past year being seeing normal, 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 fine, 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 nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong, nothing's wrong. Thank you that there's a name to this. I just was so grateful that there was an identifier. There was a root Wow, thank you, Lord. So he's like, Holy Spirit, thank you that you have allowed this space and brought forth all of these enemies that are attacking Kelsey. And um, at that point, he said, well, we recognize who they are, and we, we're going we're gonna to just put them in a line, and we're going to deal with them in a minute. We're going to go back to that. So he starts talking to these enemy spirits like they're children like a teacher talks to a classroom or a mother talks to a child. In the name of Jesus, you have to go get in a line. You have to go be quiet, and you can't, cannot manifest right now. You have no power to manifest right now. I don't think I'd ever watch someone speak and pray with such authority. That was, in, that was new for me that day. 
And he's like, okay, we got to figure out what happened in your life that allowed this stuff to come in. Um, there's a sin pattern in our life that opens a door. Something in your life opened a door for these enemy spirits to come in and attach themselves. And because they were never healed, these wounds weren't healed or this trauma was never properly processed, or there's a sin that you keep going back to that hasn't been dealt with, something's keeping this alive. So let's ask the Holy Spirit. He's our counselor. He's the spirit of truth. We're going to ask the Holy Spirit to show us when and where this occurred. And um, I think this is when I was really nervous because I think in my head I was like, oh, this is that crazy psychobabble stuff, you know, where it's all your mother's fault or your dad's, you know, you have these like preconceived ideas of counseling and I'm thinking, oh, great. And I'm a little nervous because I'm sure I'm going to go somewhere that's uncomfortable that I don't want to go to. But um, I'm open. When you've been where I've been and you've had a breakdown and you're where I was, you're desperate and you're like, whatever, whatever it takes, I'll go wherever. So um, he says, Kelsey, I want you to picture a whiteboard. And Holy Spirit, would you just reveal to Kelsey the age that she was when all of this was welcomed in? And so I'm like, okay, all right, whiteboard is in my head. The age pops up. I think it was 17 on the board. That is when something happened in your world that allowed this stuff to come in. Well, I'm thinking in my head, I had a great experience in high school and college. I don't know know where this is going. So um, he says, okay, Holy Spirit, will you show her the person or the people that betrayed her, that created this issue? Um, And he did. And so these two faces, people that I loved and trusted, came to the whiteboard. And at that moment, it made sense. All the dots were connecting. All that stuff was resurfacing. And I was like, oh, Lord, that makes so much sense. Yes. And I just start weeping at just kind of going back to that place. And it was just two people that I had trusted and basically at the end of the day betrayed me. And um, so I'm very emotional. And I, he said, Kelsey, do you, do you just, do you have anything to say to them? So for about five minutes, I just let him have it. <laughs> and it was just this safe space. I needed to just get a lot out that had built up and had never been dealt with. So I just let him have it for about five minutes. And he said, what do you have to say to them now? What do you need to do? What's next? What's your next step with these people? And I said, oh, I've got to forgive these people. I've got to forgive them. So out loud, one by one, I just said, I forgive you in the name of Jesus. And this experience with you has no power over me anymore. And the root of all that I was experiencing was unforgiveness. I had no idea, no idea, unforgiveness could do that to a person. I had no idea. So we kind of wrap up that part of the prayer, and it was so emotional, but it was so good. And there was just this release, like that tension was releasing. And I was like, okay, well, what do we do now? <laughs> I was really tired because it's such a it's such an experience to go through that exercise. And um 
he, he says, well, let's get rid of these spirits. Are you ready? Get rid of these spirits. I'm like, yes, so done. So he calls them up one by one to get in the line. Again, he's using his authority. And I'm like, this is crazy. So he said, okay, spirits, go get back in line. Kelsey, I want you to put these spirits in a box. We're going to get rid of them. So in the name of Jesus, I want you to call them out one by one and put them in a box. Okay. All right. So spirit of legalism. In the name of Jesus, get in the box. And so it was almost like a genie in the bottle moment. You know, you have that wish in a box. And so spirit of religion, get in a box. Spirit of betrayal, get in that box in the name of Jesus. And so I have this visual of these three boxes that are have this, these horrible spirits in them, but they're out of me, and they're in the box. And he says, okay, Kelsey, what are you going to do with these boxes? <laughs> I'm putting them at the feet of the cross, and I am giving them to Jesus. I don't have to deal with this anymore. So I literally kick him to a cross that was in my mind, and it was the same cross that Jesus had approached me from in the beginning of our time. And I, I kick him to this cross in my mind, and literally out from behind that cross, that same Jesus from earlier with the white robe and the beard that had showed me an open doors, he came out and with his right foot, he stomped on each box. And I was like, wow, that is what the cross is all about. At the cross, you conquered death, you conquered pain, you conquered my enemies. But you didn't just conquer the enemy just that's out there roaming. You conquered my enemies for me. And they have names. Wow, the gospel made sense in an entirely new way that day. Because the gospel, although I knew he loved me and I had received him, I understood my need for him and my brokenness with the Father through the sin of the garden. I theologically understood and received him. But now it was an even more personal gospel, and I was free. He came to set the captives free, and I didn't even realize that as a believer, I could still be captive to the enemy's lies and snares and wounds that had occurred so long ago. This is prayer. This, this, is, this is what you do in a two-hour prayer session? Wow. Like In my mind, two-hour prayer sessions were everybody get in a circle and everybody write their prayer requests. And my aunt who's having surgery in three weeks has a cat that's also really not – you know what I'm saying? Like that was, that was two-hour praying. And my mind was a circle. I'm sorry. I, was just, what was, I didn't know what you did in two hours that would be worth two hours. Wow. Until I met Jesus. Until my enemies were revealed, until I was delivered from spirits that had me captive, and until I just fully received the gospel in its fullness in that moment. And um, I remember after that, of course, I, I'm getting like more weak and weak because you're just, it's almost like spiritual surgery. I mean, really and truly, I felt like I was on a, a stretcher in an operating room. And I feel like the Holy Spirit came and guided the doctor's hands, so to speak. And Keith was like the doctor, the surgeon. And the Lord was just doing spiritual surgery on me. And he sewed me up. And I was healed and free. And that toxic junk was gone. And um, afterwards, Keith, kind of, we kind of took a breath. And Keith said, well, would you mind if I anointed you with oil and 
filled you with the spirit. Okay, stop here. Filled with the spirit is such a touchy phrase in our culture. And I mean, I remember having major conversations in high school with people that we, I mean, just flat out like war discussions on, is this real? Is this good? Is this scriptural? And at that moment, I didn't care. <laughs> like whatever you say is good and true, Lord, bring it on. When you've had spiritual surgery and you've dealt with demons, what what could be wrong with the filling in the spirit, right? So I sit there and I'm like, yes, I will receive whatever the Lord has. So he comes over and he anoints my head with oil. He brings this most beautiful prayer of activating gifting and old gifts, new gifts. And he blesses it. And he says, in the, in the name of Jesus, would you just fill her with the fullness of the power of the spirit? Yes, the spirit has been in her since she came to know Jesus. But we want a full measure, an extra measure. We want the fullness of the spirit. We want a baptism of the spirit. And all these words that I'm like, oh my gosh, I literally have had fall, fallout fights with these same phrases. And yet I'm receiving it, receiving it in the fullness. And I mean... By the end of those two hours, I had met with Jesus. He had reminded me of who I was in him. He had allowed the spirit to show me the enemies that had attacked me and that were attached to me and needed delivering. He had allowed me to be delivered. He allowed me to forgive the very people that had started. And it really wasn't them. It was my unforgiveness. And I want to make that clear. Um, it was my unforgiveness that allowed that. And I was able to forgive. And then I was able to be physically healed. I was able to have giftings activated. I was able to have a new armor. Who wouldn't want that? <laughs> I was able to be filled with the fullness of the spirit. I mean, everything that happened was totally scriptural. It was completely biblical. My elder husband with his watchman eyes was kind of like, Kelsey, everything that happened in this room Jesus did. And I could truly and honestly say that I was free. The claws were not there. The suffocation was gone. That tense heart thing was gone. My stomach issues had left. And I feel like I got saved again. And I think because I experienced the gospel in such a personal way, and it was all about Jesus. Yes, the Holy Spirit was a major part of that prayer time. Yes, there was demonic activity. The enemy had, we had to deal with that. But it wasn't about those two things. It was about Jesus and what he did on the cross. And so I feel like my explanation of the gospel now is so much more clear because I just have so much more tangible experience now. Receiving Jesus is so beautiful and for me, it was a, a, a huge moment in high school. But then experiencing him through the spirit with the understanding of the spiritual world that there, there is an enemy out there waiting to kill, steal, and destroy. Um, it really does help me shape my conversations with the gospel now because I have a better understanding of the spirit realm. And I think until we really understand the spirit realm and the supernatural and the unseen, because everything that happened in that room was happening in the unseen world. And until we acknowledge, until I acknowledged, and I think until we as, as Christians really acknowledge the unseen, we can't fight it. So I just think that's been a huge part of my turn as a Christian, as this, I've turned this corner in my journey with the Lord. 
And I just see people through an entirely different lens. And I immediately now launch into those ways of praying. I pray with authority now after watching Keith do it. I pray for physical healing for people now, having experienced physical healing. I pray for deliverance now, now that I've experienced it, seen it, and know how that operates and works better. So it's changed the way I live. It's changed the way I pray. It's changed the way I communicate with people. It's changed the way I love people. And I'm not scared of the gospel anymore. And I know that's going to be a strange thing to say, but there is this evangelistic piece that I think growing up, I was so scared to open my mouth and share the gospel. Like, do you know Jesus? You know, there's this fear piece that, um, I don't know. I just, it was such a, there was supposed to be this way that you do it. And, um, that, that has been eliminated. I, I just share what he's done in my life and I share the story of who he is and who I am in him. And the gospel takes care of itself from there. But when you experience him, you are not afraid to share what he's done in your life. When all you have is head knowledge, yeah, it is a little scary to, to talk about it because it's all up here. And you go, okay, am I remembering the right scriptures? All the Romans read, Romans 3.23, Romans. Am I, do I have this right in my head? Like evangelizing is a very intellectual exercise. But when you experience him, evangelizing becomes an entirely different story because you have so much more to bring to the table when you share the gospel. And that's my gospel story. Oh my gosh, God is so good. Thank you for listening. We encourage you to ask Holy Spirit what he wants to say to you through this story. We invite you to partner with us through your God-given resources of time, prayer, and finances. Without your sharing, these stories don't spread to those who need them. Without your prayers, we are limited in what we can do for the kingdom. Without your finances, these powerful stories of God's supernatural love go untold. God has called us to share his stories, and we invite you to be a part of that mission. For more information, be sure to check out our website at theunseenstory.org. 